Northland Outdoors Radio. Welcome back to the show. I'm Brett Amundsen on the road from Tazan Lake Lodge in northern Saskatchewan right now. And uh, uh, recently, a friend of mine, Pete Nichols, had stopped at the Gopher Campfire Sanctuary in Hutchinson and took some pictures of snow geese and different birds out there. And uh, that got me thinking about an interview I did with the then president of the Gopher Campfire Sanctuary Board, Skip Quaddy, on, uh, on the radio show. I said, that was a pretty good interview. I want to replay that now. So uh, here it is with uh, uh, then president Skip Quaddy from Gopher Campfire Sanctuary on Northland Outdoors Radio. When I was a kid, I lived in Hutchinson Minnesota for a few years and always wanted to move back when I grew up. I always said that when I grow up, I'm going to move back to Hutchinson. And maybe it was because we lived on Campbell Lake and geese would fill up our yard on a daily basis. Feisty pike were just a 20 yard walk down to the lake and a castaway. It could also be because of the unique area near downtown that had ducks and geese and turkeys and deer all within arm's length. It's the Gopher Campfire Sanctuary. And now when I drive through, I drive through Hutchinson all the time on my way out to Montevideo. I always try to stop and just see what the wildlife is up to, take some pictures and uh, just get outside a little bit. And the last time I went, I met Leon Goldschmidt. He let me take a tour of the sanctuary. I called him up the next day. I said, I said, you know, thanks for that. It was great. And I'd like to learn a little bit more about Gopher Campfire Sanctuary and the history behind it. And I was directed to the president of the sanctuary board, Skip Quaddy. Skip, thanks for giving us some time today. You're certainly welcome. <laughs> Appreciate it. First of all, tell us what all is held within the fences of the sanctuary there in Hutch. Well, that- that's varied quite a bit through the years, but basically it started out with uh, Canada geese, snow geese, uh, also emperor geese. We had some emperor geese in there, which was very unusual because they weren't really native to this area. Uh, and then we had deer, and that was about. Although we had a we had a, a swan that uh, was called Porter, that was a wild swan that we had in there that was a, a regular uh, whistling swan or the Native, what do you call them? The, the, the trumpeters? Trumpeter, yeah. We had a trumpeter swan for years. And that was basically what, what it maintained or what we maintained in there at that, uh, at that time. And that, was, that would have been about 1920 that that was started. Well, and it's amazing that the sanctuary's been around that long and even longer than that. And I want to get into a little bit more of the history about it here in just a couple of minutes. But uh, sure. nowadays you've got the you've got snow geese in there. You've got Canada geese. You've got mallards, uh, turkeys in and uh, white tailed deer. Correct. That is correct. I ran into somebody uh, at Game Fair recently when I was down there working our booth, and uh, she was, her and her uh, husband, I think, were from Hutchinson, and I said, gosh, you know, I, I lived in Hutch as a kid, and I stopped down at the sanctuary the other day. Isn't that, isn't that place cool? And I, I always went there when I was a kid, and, and she said, oh, were you there when they had the buffalo? And I said, <laughs> I said the buffalo? No, I, I, didn't, I didn't know about the buffalo, so tell me about the buffalo that you had in there. Well, let me put it this way. That's a bad era in our uh, <laughs> in our history. Well, I apologize. I, <laughs> I apologize for bringing it up then. <laughs> yeah, I had taken and uh, donated a bunch of pine trees to the sanctuary, and we had taken them in there and planted them because it was quite a barren area. And uh, and then one of our we decided we should try buffalo. Well, the trees we planted in there were about four or five inches in diameter, and we put these 
three buffalo in there, and they managed to destroy those trees within about the first week. <laughs> <laughs> After that, we had problems with them at the fence and everything else. Uh, they look docile, but they're not so docile when people push their fingers through the fence and so forth. So we ascertained that they better go. And so they went back to uh, one of the club presidents who we had at the time. Uh, he had given them to us. And so we asked him if he wouldn't take those back home again. And he got them home and they immediately ran away on him. And it's a bad deal. Wow. <laughs> Talking with Skip Quaddy here on Minnesota Sporting Journal Radio about the Gopher Campfire Wildlife Sanctuary in Hutchinson. Um, what else did you have in there? I heard there was also elk in there at one time. We had, I bought an elk, uh, personally bought an elk from the Como Park Zoo, and it was a beautiful elk that came from uh, Yellowstone Park. He was a big guy. He was a full six on one side and seven on the other. And uh, we had him in there for, oh, about a year and a half. And the problem was, we, again, we had a, a farm person uh, who was part of our board that said we should make a crib so that when we can catch him once a year and put him in there. Well, that was fine, except he got his horns locked in it and broke his neck. Oh, so that geez. was the end of the elk. <laughs> wow. and, it, and again, it was a problem with the fence and that those long tines, people would look at him and during the mating or rutting season, he would uh, stand there and look at you, and then all of a sudden, bingo, one of those times would come through the fence. So, again, it, it probably worked out for the better. Well, it, the animals there are a lot safer now. We'll <laughs> make sure yeah. we, we talk about that. Uh, we're talking about the sanctuary in Hutchinson, and the, the real neat story behind this, I think, is the history. And as I was telling you off the air, you know, when I lived in Hutchinson in the early 80s, uh, we'd always stop down there. Was all, I'd always make my parents, anytime we drove through, because we lived out, out of town just a couple of miles on, on Campbell Lake there. So when we were in, t- anytime we were in town, I made my parents drive by the sanctuary. Even if I couldn't get out, I had to drive by it and look at the animals. Um, so I knew it had been around for, you know, for at least 30 some years since I was back there. But tell me just how long that sanctuary has been around. Uh, and and well, let's, let's talk about the history a little bit. Yeah, you'd have to go back to Sam Anderson, who was one of the founders of the Conservation Club, uh, the Gopher Campfire. Um and in 1909, he had a farm south of Hutchinson where he got very involved in conservation nationally as well as locally. And he had animals on his farm, or birds, basically. He was a fellow who knew Jack Miner, who was well-known throughout uh, conservation circles, and uh, he maintained uh, these birds on his farm and had a sanctuary there. Well, he's, when things changed and he passed away, we took over that that. Uh, wildlife that he had out there and moved it into Hutchinson just south of what is the power plant uh, on Main Street and we had about 14 acres down there along the river and we had them housed there for many years and then we had a problem with that because the generators in the plant used fuel oil and when they'd overflow during flooding times and stuff we'd lose a major portion of our birds uh, with troubles. Uh, we then bought land from another one of our presidents, a fellow by the name of Lou Merrill, who later went on to become uh, one of the conservation commissioners. And we bought 25 acres at the present site in Hutchinson. And that's where it's been ever since. Uh, and that happened in the 1950s. And I was responsible for uh, obtaining the funds to purchase that from him. And uh, 
We then fenced it, and it acquired some more land from the railroad a few years later and uh, put it up to the present acreage, which is about 26 acres. That's where we're at today. Talking with Skip Quaddy, the president of the Gopher Campfire Sanctuary Board here about the Gopher Campfire Wildlife Sanctuary in Hutchinson. So, uh, 1909, because the original one started in 1909, is that right? That's correct. Well, Sam Anderson had it before that. I mean, he had actually had birds at his farm. But uh, the club itself uh, first first started to meet in 1909. That's when they formulated the, the charter and uh, everything. And Carlos Avery was involved. Yes, Carlos Avery was also one of the founders, along with uh, uh, Sam Anderson. And, of course, he was uh, head of the... Minnesota Conservation Commission for a while. He also was the, the owned the Hutchinson Leader newspaper here in Hutchinson. One thing I thought was real interesting about this wildlife sanctuary and and how many years it's been going on. The fact that there's been Canada geese there. There was a long time where people in Minnesota never saw Canada geese. In fact, my dad, uh, who's in his seventies, tells me stories that when when you know when he first heard a Canada goose fly over, it gave him chills because he'd only he'd only heard about Canada geese. They never saw, and he grew up hunting and you know hunting and fishing and waterfall hunting. They never saw Canada geese, and then it was a, a population near Rochester is is where they get all the credit where uh, the the goose population kind of came back. But there were geese in Hutch during this time too weren't there oh sure and and you know rochester's given credit for having the greater canada down there the real big ones and uh, we had them that entire time also uh, we had a resident flock here of about a hundred of them that we kept pinioned and it really grew from there because uh, siblings came back every year and pretty soon we had we had geese just nesting all around Hutchinson. My guess is that uh, that's probably the basis for everything that's here in central Minnesota. Well, that's that's amazing, and that's part of the waterfall history of Minnesota that you don't hear so much. Rochester, you're right. Rochester does get all the credit. We're talking about the Gopher Campfire uh, Wildlife Sanctuary in Hutchinson. Skip Quaddy. That is Skip Quaddy from uh, a couple of years ago replaying an interview here when he was president of the Gopher Campfire Sanctuary uh, Board in Hutchinson. More with Skip coming up on Northland Outdoors Radio. For outdoors enthusiasts, there's something to be said about paging through a glossy, eye-catching, engrossing magazine. Maybe it's an escape to the places that make the Northland great, or the amazing variety the region has to offer. So much more than just hunting and fishing. And that's Northland Outdoors Magazine, a coffee table quality quarterly set to debut this spring. Inside, discover the people, places, and things that encompass this outdoors mecca, with offerings from some of the top outdoors writers and photographers in the region. It's all yours, and at no charge. Subscribe for free at NorthlandOutdoors.com and experience the Northland like never before. How would you like this to be the sound of your alarm clock? The Lakeshore Kings have your chance to spend weekends and weekdays in Lake Country with the unique opportunity to own and operate your own resort. Birchhaven Resort on Birch Lake near Hackensack offers sunset views from its sandy beach and comfortable cabins. And it's on the market at an extremely reasonable price. Contact Steve Leary or Preston Peters of Exit Lakes Realty by visiting lakeshorekings.com. That's lakeshorekings.com. And begin your life at the lake today. Hey, anglers, looking for a destination where walleyes, fresh air, and fish fries are a way of life? 
Look no further than the famous waters of Lake of the Woods. From Bedette and the Rainy River to the main lake up to the Northwest Angle. Here you'll enjoy the best walleye catch rate in the state. Maybe you'll pursue world-class sturgeon, pike, or muskies. Plus you'll find lots of full-service resorts offering charter boats, delicious meals, and lots of Minnesota nice. Come experience the walleye capital of the world. Come experience Lake of the Woods. Catch the details at lakeofthewoodsmn.com. You're listening to Northland Outdoors Radio.